Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. How can you get a narcissist to realize and accept who they are or to accept change? You see, a lot of times people ask me that. They see the work that I've done. They see how I've progressed. They see even in the short time that people have seen me on social media, how I've progressed over the past six months, 12 months. And they take that and they look and they're like, how do I get my narcissist to change? How do I get them to get better? How do I get them to realize who they are? How do they get them to work on X, Y, and Z? Sometimes they'll use my wife as an example of, you know, well, how did your wife get you to change? Or like, what was your rock bottom? Long, long answer and the short answer of it is you can't force another person to change. That's the hard reality about it. And you'll have a lot of people that want to find that answer, find that golden ticket that'll make the next person change, become better, grow, all this type of stuff. And you can. There's nothing that you can do that can force a change in someone else. That can be really discouraging, but that's also why I'm on this platform. I'm on this platform to promote awareness of narcissism, promote healing, growth, and change. None of those words have hope in it. None of those words have hope. And people sometimes take my videos and they feel like they want to get a bunch of hope from it. They want to get hope of my narcissist might be able to change or the person that I'm with, the toxic person, they might be able to change. They might be able to see what they're doing and do different. I'm not giving you that hope. Okay, what I'm giving you is the road signs. What I'm giving you is the, the flags as you start going down this road and you start seeing like, hey, they're lying, they're gaslighting, they're manipulating, they're controlling, you name it, X, Y, and Z. And they're not willing to be honest about that. They're not willing to change. They're not showing consistent growth. At that point, get out, block, go no contact, ghost, move, change jobs, whatever you need to do to protect your health, your sanity, your mental stability. That's what I'm on here trying to be able to help people and trying to be able to encourage people to move that direction. Okay. Cause a lot of times people ask, what do I do to get them to change? Okay. For my, for my journey, my wife didn't make me change. My wife didn't force me to change. If my wife had been the driving factor of change, like if I'd gotten to the place that I was like, you know what? I want to change for my wife. I want to change because of her. That change would not have been long lasting. That change would not have been continual. That change would not have been true change because if a person tries to change for another person, that'll only last as long as they care about that other person. That'll only last for as long as they can put up with that concept of changing for another person, especially if it's something that they don't want to do. It's not going to last long term. So you cannot force a narcissist to change. You can't make them realize now, there's different things that people have tried to do. They've they've shared my videos. They've shared Lee Hammock's videos. They've shared multiple videos on, on different platforms to try to promote awareness to narcissists. There's been some results or some people that have started to see a little bit about that. But majority of the time, it comes back in, as rage and manipulation and yelling and all this type of stuff because uh, switching it back on you because obviously they're not a narcissist. They're going to make you feel like a narcissist. There's not a cut and dried answer. 
sometimes people bring it up in a conversation of, you know, I was learning about this thing called narcissism today and it had some traits that I thought was like really interesting. Sometimes people brought it up that way to a narcissist where they're not attacking a narcissist or they're not saying you're a narcissist. Some people have seen some success from that. There's been some success of narcissists actually getting into therapy and getting into counseling and hearing it from a medically trained professional of like, hey, these are the attributes of narcissism that you're exemplifying. Sometimes that'll get through to them as well. Again, I'm not saying that any of these will work. And I'm not saying that any of these is cut and dry the best way to do it because I'm not on here to give you hope. I'm on here to give awareness, growth, healing, and change. And the majority of that is just for you because you're the only person on here that's actually willing to change. The narcissist isn't willing to change. The narcissist isn't willing to be honest. The narcissist isn't willing to cut the lies that they've built their false reality on to get to the place that they give people respect and they have accountability. So as a result, we can't hope for that, okay? There's a couple ways that people sometimes will bring it up to narcissists. Again, going back to what I was originally saying, you can't force a narcissist to be able to change. You can't manipulate them into the change. So that people ask like, well, how did you get to it? Did you get to the place where you were just at rock bottom and you know this is all you had? No, because a lot of times rock bottom for the narcissist is another way to be able to twist it around, to be able to turn into the victim and to be able to come out of it saying like, I was the one that was abused. I was the victim in this situation. These people left me, all this type of stuff. A lot of times rock bottom for the narcissist doesn't exist because that rock bottom is literally just another jumping off point of victim. Of Now I can be the victim even more because of where I'm at. So for myself personally, I didn't have a rock bottom. Some of my rock bottom moments happened after I started like confessing stuff, after I started becoming aware. Um, when after I confessed stuff and I had a period of time where uh, I lost my job because of everything going on. Uh, I almost lost the house because of everything going on, not being able to pay, going on like COVID, like forbearance and stuff like that. Um, almost lost my wife. Like she left for a period of almost four months uh, and then decided to come back on her own. I didn't manipulate, didn't trauma bond her back. She was well confident in where she was right then and there, but she came back because she started seeing the change that I was exemplifying day to day, not the change that she was forcing upon me. Because again, you can't do that with a narcissist. If you try to force change on a narcissist, you'll tell them what to do. They'll either completely not do it or they'll perform to that metric for a period of time until they feel like they've got you back and then they'll go back to their old ways. This is also why you'll see the ups and downs so much of, oh, I wish you loved me better and did this. And all of a sudden they'll be doing that for the next two weeks. And then after that, not at all. Or you'll bring it up and they'll just shame and devalue you for even bringing that up, like gaslight you. Um, and then as a result, it never happens. Change is not going to happen if you force it on someone or if you're trying to make someone realize. They're not going to realize who they are if all they're faced with is just a bunch of lies that they're not willing to confront and not willing to break through and get to the place where they can be honest, open, and vulnerable with people that love them, but the narcissist is not loving in return. So please be careful when you're on my channel, when you're on other people's channels of listening and adding into the words that I say and the words that other people say that might sense to give you hope. Hope is the key that holds people in a trauma bond. Hope a lot of times will hold you tight in a trauma bond because you know the other person's toxic for you and you're clinging to that fact. You're hoping on that fact that you might be able to get them to change or that they might change. That just holds you on just a little bit longer. 
So for me, I didn't have a rock bottom. I didn't have a, one person that changed me. I didn't have one event that made me where I am. What I had was a lot of tiny microscopic events over multiple years and multiple encounters with God, with people in my life that helped reframe, reshape myself, my emotions, my vision, everything to get to the place here where I can sit in front of people and say, hey, this is who I've been. Like, this is how I have screwed up my life. This is where I'm going now. It feels a whole lot different, but it's a whole lot better. That's for sure. But that process took a period of time. So it took a period of time when I was working in the food industry and when I started taking personality tests. So like the dispersonality, realizing I'm a high D of I'm very driven and I have a low S. Like I don't care about people. I don't care about their emotions. I don't care about them rambling on for a while without having like a point. And so as a result, I know that part about my personality. Uh, I learned about shame from Brene's Brown book, uh, Daring Greatly. I started to learn about shame and how that impacts me, how it impacts my life. I learned more about personality stuff with Enneagram, uh, learned um, about like controlling emotions and like different things like that. And all along this time, it's like tiny little microscopic pieces of the puzzle that get me to the point one day when I turn to my wife and I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like something is wrong with me. I don't relate to people. I don't care about people. I don't have the same emotions as other people. I like to lie. Like all this type of stuff. I was like, maybe I'm a sociopath. And she turned around and she was like, okay, let's look it up. So we looked it up. I was like, okay, I don't really identify as much with a sociopath. So then she was like, maybe you're a narcissist. And I was like, what? So we look up a narcissist and go through narcissism and see that I do match up. But in that moment, I didn't say that. In that moment, I was like, no, like, yeah, maybe like one or two things I might, but like, I don't match up at all. Went out to other people, found other people to validate me because they only saw the false reality that I was putting forth. Got other people to validate me of like, no, he's not a narcissist. I was like, go tell the kale of that go tell the tale because that's that's completely true i'm not a narcissist but over a period of time i started realizing more and more interacted with another person who had some bpd traits and narcissistic traits and then started seeing that stuff reflected back at me as i was in that relationship and i realized nope like i actually do have narcissism for me narcissists whenever they realize they're narcissists or whenever they admit they're narcissists there's either one of two things they either deny it completely because they're perfect and they don't want to admit that there's any fault or they'll go to the opposite extreme and they'll be extremely proud of it and very happy that they're a narcissist and they'll make sure that that's their get out jail free card, okay? For me, when I learned I was a narcissist, it wasn't discouraging and it wasn't empowering. What it was is enabling that I could see, hey, this is who I am. And from there and defining it, I know that I can actually grow and change. Because if I can define it, if I can figure out what it is, then I could start working around that to a better goal, to a better life, to be able to get to the place that I cut my lies, that I work on being honest, that I work on not gaslighting, not manipulating, getting to the place that I can have a healthy and a positive relationship. And I believe I can get there. I'm still on that journey. I haven't arrived and I'm not broadcasting hope. I'm just saying this has been my journey. And there's been some crazy ups and some crazy downs, but it hasn't been based on one person changing me. It hasn't been on making one person making me realize who I am. And it hasn't been someone forcing that change on me. If your narcissist isn't willing to be honest, cut the lies, get to the place that they're going to be vulnerable, open and honest about a lot of things, it's not going anywhere. I had another, another small example of what helped me get to the place of like opening my eyes and cutting the lies was going with a group called Wake Up Warrior. 
So I did a Wake Up Warrior challenge. That was a 30 day challenge. It's online, interactive, things like that. Um, with different people, you post different videos that you actually say like who you are, what you're doing, the lies that you've had, and it walks you through it. It makes you dig. And so there's a period of time, I didn't do a longer video about it, but there's a period of time where I would go out and I would walk and we'd go through like these hikes with these like seven rocks in my backpack. And those seven rocks were the lies that I've had over the years, the lies that have affected myself, God, my wife, my family, my work, and all those lies thinking through as I walk with that heavy weight on my back, that what is the cost? What is the weight that I'm carrying from all these lies? The damage, the hurt that it's been for all these years. I'm getting to the place to admit that I have lies and getting to the place that I understand, hey, this has really messed up my life was huge to get to the place of honesty and realizing that I can live in a place that's real, that's raw, that's relevant to produce the results that I need to produce to become a better person. Once again, not in here to bring hope, here to bring awareness, growth, healing, and change. If you like what you see here, follow me. Excuse me. Follow me more on YouTube. Uh, I've got TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, give me a follow. Uh, listen to it. Uh, whether you're listening here on YouTube, whether you're listening on Spotify or podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in.